On this episode, I talk about what I would do with Crush It if I wrote it again, Anchor, the voice app, and the music industry. article about why I can't do the CM job at VaynerMedia. Like literally, like I want the title to be like literally, I'm not joking, I would not be hired for the entry level job at VaynerMedia. So good. Cause it's true. I, I didn't think I was, I, I don't c- think I would be hired now. I, like- I don't think I could pass, let me phrase, I no question could not pass the uh, grammar test. You didn't think you were gonna pass it? I mean, I never really like learned grammar. grammar. Like you just talk and then you. Do you think it's true that you can get hired now? I think so. Yeah, that's I, I, I get it. Because also now it's like, I don't know, it's just different. Like when I was a CM, I was also half an MCP. Right. So. Like my first week, they were like, write a content calendar, and I was like, what's a content calendar? <laughs> and then Jen Shea was like my savior. Shout out to Jen Shea. <laughs> She saved my life. I was like, I'm gonna get fired. I'm gonna get fired. And then my first meeting with Gary, he was like, so what accounts are you on and what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm on Trump 50. And you were like, oh, what platforms are they on? And I was like, Facebook. And you're like, how much do they post? I'm like, once a day. And you were like, you're on one account that posts once a day. And I was like, yeah. And you were like, you need to be doing it. I'm like, we need to get one. Like, this girl's wasting my money. <laughs> Don't fuck with my money, India. I was like, I'm totally not lasting more than here. Funny how things work out. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. 183. Hey everybody, it's Gary Vay, Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 183 of the Ask Gary V Show. We're on a real rally, right? Four straight days, which is woo, and like real episodes. I mean, big shout out to the community. You know that your comments are my oxygen. Many, and I mean many people across Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram claiming that 182 was the best episode in the history of the Ask Gary V show. And that makes sense to me because it definitely had a different vibe. It did get very deep. There was people really talking about the bookend answers, the first and last one. You saw that? I have to do a bookend kind of thing. India, some people made some comments about you. All right, let's get into the show. Uh, Carreño. Carreño. F. Carino asks, how do you check you're building VM in a way that will thrive beyond your charisma as a CEO? How do you build great successors? Uh, that's a great question. I think it comes in daily V15. You'll see me in the dirt. I think one of the things that's very confusing about me is I do live parallel lives. I do live a life where I'm a outgoing personality, uh, a, a, a lightning rod of a personality, a, a charismatic character, the basis of this question. We have the show, we have Daily V, we have all my content, I engage, I'm on TV. I mean, you know, I've been actually keeping myself off of TV, but here we go with the new book coming out, Dr. Oz, right? Fox and Friends in the Morning, CNN with Don Lemon, like I'm gonna be out there, right? Magazines, things of that nature. So, you know, with all that being said, 
One thing that people have struggled with quantifying is that I am working 18 hours a day, which allows me to, in essence, live two lives. I'm, I'm living two lives. I'm putting the hours in as I was, as if I was a personal brand and a pundit and a, a tastemaker and an author and a speaker and a personality. But I'm equally at scale running this organization. I, uh, you know, it's very easy for this company to, uh, to run and be structured and be set up for success without me. I mean, I don't even think my AT, I just met the AT&T client. You know, like, like, like there's so much business going on that has nothing to do with me that is set up by the well compensated, very senior, 20 years into their career executives that roll around here. I mean, there, there's 600 people deep here. As a matter of fact, Stefan, let's get into a little bit of editing here. No joke, here, I, need, I, need, I need 21 seconds of B-roll of the three floors in New York now. working here, this is a real organization. I'm, I'm the CEO of VaynerMedia. I happen to moonlight as Gary V. Yeah, actually that's a good one. Right, so like how do I do it? I built, I mean, I don't know, the last 18 hours of my meetings have been completely organizational and operational meetings for VaynerMedia. I, I so understand and never get upset why people don't believe that's to be true or AJ's doing it, like they, they don't know. And they don't know, and Daily V's been the only beginning of optics to people to know that I'm actually doing the work. Daniel asks, will people use Anchor as an alternative podcasting platform? I do believe that has a potential. I'm very excited about Anchor. Uh, I put Anchor directly, and it's only five seconds old, but I already put it directly into the category of like, I need to keep an eye on this, mainly because, and I don't know if we'll ever find this. I don't know, Stefan, maybe when you're bored, you know, which is never like, but if you ever come across some 2007, 8, 9 videos, I talked a lot about audio Twitter. I don't know if I ever even put it out publicly. You know how usually I'm like, I yeah. did it. I don't know, but I've been obsessed with the idea of audio Twitter for a long time. What's that? You said we're going back to voice. I did say going back to voice somewhere. Yes, please, yeah. let's find that. I've been obsessed with voice for a long time. Uh, it's, uh, it's an important platform. It's one of the ways we communicate. It's why podcasting has reemerged, and I do think Anchor or something like it has the potential to become a very important platform. I'm 100% like the article that we just wrote, going to use Anchor for my thoughts, and then basically we're gonna write articles about it so the people following me Anchor. Well, you know, it'll be fun for them to see what the translation is from how we act. Like, talk about really exposing our process. I'm literally gonna, instead of memos and sending them to you, start doing them on Anchor. People hear all the silliness and how I correct myself and they'll see how we transcribe or how much we don't transcribe or how much grammar you have to deploy against me. Uh, And so um, I think it will absolutely be a podcast play for a lot of people. Uh, I've considered it here. I I considered actually uh, recording this right now. Like literally right now. I might even record the next question. Um, As a matter of fact, I will. Like, (laughs) Like this is all going very weird. So yes, do I have to hold it down? Yeah. yeah. Do I have to hold it down? No. Well, you, oh, no, you, oh, you can hold it against your ear. You no, but when I hit record? I think you can just record, like, have it. You can talk about oh, it's only two minutes, too. And you do have to hold it down. Really? I was yeah. trying it, and I, you just said hold it to your ear. Oh, yeah, you could oh. probably do it to your ear. You're probably right. It's really well done. I love the onboarding. Josh Elman, big shout out. You're right about the onboarding. It's tremendous. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think, you know, now it's only two minutes, though. Yeah. So, I guess no is now my answer as I'm, like, playing with the app. You know, I think, um, 
but I think it's a great promotion tool for two minutes as a gateway drug to your actual podcast, especially because you put a URL in the post. I tested that already. Like when you put the additional stuff, it's really neat. I'm enjoying, like there's nothing more fun than like, um, it's kind of like going to school in the first day of sixth grade and there's two new kids in school. That was weird. <laughs> Anchor, that was very weird. Uh, you know, it, it's, and you know, and one of them you have a crush on. Right? You're like, ooh, Sally's so pretty. You know, and so like, it, there's a new app, it's interesting, it's voice, it's a space I've been paying attention to for a long time and waiting for this moment. Uh, we'll see what happens with it, it's very early. Let's not, you know, when something like Peach or Anchor, I mean these are four hundredths of a second old, but, they, but I'm paying attention to it in the way I'm paying attention to Peach and other things. Let's not get it, it's not musically yet and it's definitely not Snapchat yet. Next one from Chris. Chris. Drucker. Doc Rock, I know Chris well. I think I'm doing this podcast soon. Hey, what's up, Gary? Chris Ducker here over in the Philippines. Look, man, you know, you've had so many great book launches before. You've got another one coming up. I'm sure it's going to be a massive success. I'm curious to know from one author to another, what actually happens post-launch? Do you carry on with your marketing team pushing the book out there? Or do you just let the internet, the readers, social, and Amazon reviews take over to continue the marketing? Uh, thanks for the insights, brother. Great question, Chris, and really enjoyed our time we spent in San Diego. He's a really good guy. I'm excited to do his podcast. Um, Chris, for me, I usually wait till the New York Times comes out and to see where it lands. Um, would crush it. It became wildfire. It went on. Thank you, Economy. I really, the second it came out, I stopped. I was really, just became CEO of VaynerMedia. With Jab Jab, I continued it through for a little bit, and with with Ask Gary V, I'm doing heavy promotion now. I'll do it in March. I'll do it in April. There's a little bit in May, events, different things. I, I, uh, I have a funny feeling, Ask Gary Vee, the book is going to be huge. And I'll tell you why. Multiple people now who have the galley copy, who are reading it, who are either so not full of shit that they would tell me it sucked or it was good and or have no interest in giving a crap about me <laughs> or number three, don't even know who I am, are giving such intense good feedback and it makes sense because it's, it's the collection of my best work, this show, re-edited, by the way, just, just to clear it up, it is 1,000% not a transcribe from this show. Like, I re-answered all the questions in new form. There was a baseline, but I didn't, let, I didn't let any word for word be the answer. I added to it, I changed my mind. I changed my mind between the book and the audiobook. One of the things that I feel bad about is people are gonna fundamentally, that give a crap at all, are gonna have to buy both because they're different. And I actually don't even know if I gave different answers. I'm dying to see the first person that actually sits and sees what discrepancies. If somebody's really hardcore on opening day, please read the book in parallel to the audiobook and see, call me out on the two or three where there's a discrepancy. We'll use Ask Gary V. Maybe we'll use Ask Gary V episode 200 to clear up all, all uh, clarifications between the book and the audio book. Um, so, so Chris, to answer your question, I, uh, I'm gonna let it take over because I actually think, I'll probably, you know, foot off the pedal in, uh, in May. Three months, you know, March is intense, April is solidly intense. I'll do some stuff in May. Um, the only thing I can see happening though is I do think there might be some fire. A lot of you are buying, a, you know, with the Super 8 coming up on uh, the 23rd. Is that next week? Is that a week from today? Yeah. You know, from a week from today, I'll be in here for eight hours with the big contest and all that. I have a feeling a lot of you are gonna buy eight books, which means you're gonna give seven books away or six or sell them on eBay, do your thing. But 
I think that's gonna create new people. They're gonna read the book. I think it's fire. They're gonna start watching the show. I see word of, uh, I feel more word of mouth potential in this book than anything else. And uh, so if it's on fire, fire, I'll ride that wave because I think you have to ride waves. And so I'll be very exhausted if that's true because I have a lot of work to do besides the book. So I'm reactionary, Chris, is the punchline, like everything else I do. That was a little insight for all of you. That's always the answer. I'm always tasting and day trading and adjusting and prepared for anything at all times, always, period. From a tool. Like an actual tool or, oh, a tool. A tool. Got it. A tool asks, hey Gary, if you were writing Crush It Today, what would you change in it? Uh, well, I think I'm gonna be able to do that for you, Tool. I am debating between Perfectly Parented and Crushed It as my next book. Uh, and so what I would do is I would update it. I would call it, so it's gonna be called Crushed It. I already know. It's gonna be called Crushed It. And I'm gonna interview a hundred of you. I'm probably not even gonna do it. I might even give them for the first time with help from India or whoever because I don't, that's just a lot of time. So I'm gonna have Somebody help me interview 100 people that read Crush It and changed their lives. I'm gonna add commentary on top of it. I'll, I'll figure out a way to do a private stream with those 100 people and talk to them and what have you. And then I'll write the back half of that book will be, okay, that's what I talked about in 09, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Here's 2017, right? Musically, Snapchat, you know, Instagram, Anchor, Peach. You know, after school, what have you, but there's so many ways to continue. And really, I think Ask Gary V has a lot of. I think Ask, I mean, one of the first reviews I saw, people were sniffing out that Ask Gary V is, in a weird way, a disguised crushed it. There's a lot of information for people who are watching this show and in the world to elevate their business or their personal brand from a $30,000 thing to a $300,000 thing if they actually pay attention to the religion and the tactics of this book. But I'm going to go even deeper, very hardcore personal brand if you want to be America's gardener, if you want to make money singing, if you are this, that, and the other thing. This is what you have to do tactically and religiously that will be crushed it. So what would I do? I would update it. I wrote that book in 2009. That means I wrote it in eight. It would be, you know, eight, nine years. You know, that's a lot of time. Of, a lot of things have changed. People still, crush, crush It is still the best-selling book. And so it's motivational. And so that's why it's timeless, but a lot of the advice can be outdated at this point, so I'm excited about writing Crushed It. Last one for you, Last one, this is a nice, man, I'm in a really, could this be the new golden era? Another golden era? Could be, right? These are really, I'm in a very like, mature and masculine mode. Triple M. Mode. Mode. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn looks cool. What's up, Gary? My name's Glenn Glen? Edwards from Newtown, Sydney, Australia. And mate, I've got a question in response to one of your Snapchats uh, in regards to the Grammys where you said the market is the market. Stop crying. Mate, I want to I know if you were in charge of the music industry, where would you take it? If I was in charge of a music industry or let's say what everybody's crying about, if I'm, a, if I'm a music label or a music artist, the first thing I would take it is to a mental place where I realized it can't be 1964 anymore. Like sorry, sorry that you make all your money on records. It's not 1990 anymore, it's just not. I would accept that, like, like I lo- look, music is such an important part of our culture 
that, I mean, I was, the, by the way, the snap that I did, actually, you know what? Beautiful. I'm going to uh, save it right now, Stefan, and send it to you. Okay. We're really in production value these days. DRUCK's really freaking affecting me. I don't like it. Market is the market, right? Here it is. Save. A song is worth what the market pays for it. Period. The market's the market. Stop crying. You know, the, the old dude from the Grammys went on and is like, kids, don't steal music. Like, you know, he's been doing this for years, right? Like, is a song worth a penny? No, and everybody claps. A song's worth what the market pays for it. Like, nobody forced you to make deals with the streaming companies. Like, I hate this, you know, there was a story once that Groupon was bad because, and if you can find this headline, Stefan, I wanna get into some editing here. Throw it up right now. That Groupon is bad because a woman went out of business because she sold too many cupcakes at a deal. I don't know if you remember this, India. Groupon, you're bad. Why Groupon's bad for small businesses because this one woman made an offer and too many people took her up on it and it put her out of business. That's not Groupon's fault. That's your fucking fault, Sally. You're running your business. Like, it's ludicrous, right? And so, like, to go up and be like, is a song worth a penny when your studios, record labels, are like, when you made the deal with the streaming companies is crazy. The market is the market. And so, the bottom line is, if you're great at music, and just music, and you're not good at performing, and you don't want to hustle and do shows, and if you're not charismatic, and if you don't have all the other things, your world has changed. Sorry, just like if you're six foot and white and not athletic, you could have played basketball in 1950. Actually, how insane is this? Did you get that camera work in the beginning? Like, did you catch us? The part where me and India talked about not being able to be a CM at Vayner? The part where India said, I don't think I could be a CM at Vayner today? I, I get it, I get it, but, you, you, but it's the yeah, point, yeah. it's the point. Got it. Like, of course you could, but like, the market at VaynerMedia changed. Mm-hmm. Like, markets change. And like, you're gonna force India to buy a $15 CD? Like, what do, you, what do you want? Like, I get it. And if India's compelled enough for that indie band or retro or emo or whatever, she rolls hip hop, whatever she likes, country, whatever, like, if they bring you value, Stefan, whose music do you buy, if anybody's? Do you buy, anybody? Cole. There you go. J. Cole clearly has done something that makes you want to buy it. And good, J. Cole, congrats, J. Cole. You made your 97 cents or four bucks off Stefan. I guess you did that through your swag, your lyrics, your songs, how you roll, like all the other variables besides just the song, right? That's that. That's just the market. And I'm sorry that you don't like it and I'm sorry that it used to be great. Let me tell you about a lot of other things that used to happen. (laughs) I don't know, everything. Like, you used to let your kids go outside and not scared that they're gonna get kidnapped. You used to not have to worry about AIDS. You used to have to not worry about guns in schools like shooting people every minute. You used to have to not worry about oil disappearing as we get close to neutral oil price. Like, you used to have to not worry about everything. But you used to have to worry about the Soviet Union blowing you up. You You used to have to worry about like not being able to cure any version of cancer. Like, it's evolution, people. Sorry that music is not the way it used to be. Sorry that it's evolved. You know, I don't see anybody going crazy for bookstores and, you know, the bookstore guy going up there and being like, ah, sorry for book. Amazon came, sorry. Like, nobody's super duper duper sad for cabs. The consumer's right. Not Common or Beyonce. Got it? 
So it is what it is. Yes, it's important. Yes, music really matters. Yes, yes. Guess what? When you were making all that money, music in 1955, the best baseball players in America and football players in America had jobs in the summer because they didn't get paid a lot. But guess what happened? America decided they really loved football and that means that they got more leverage over time and now they get paid a lot of money and they don't need side jobs in the summer anymore. But maybe it flipped and now you musician actually have to hustle and you maybe actually have to like your fans and you may actually have to take selfies and you may actually actually have to do live events and you may have to do things. That's just the way it is. Period. Market dynamics. Everybody's affected by them. Always and forever. I want an article on that. Title it, fuck you music industry. <laughs> All right, something else maybe. Question of the day. When have you been affected by market conditions? Pro or con? You keep asking questions. I'll keep answering them.